Thank you guys for tuning into this episode of this podcast. And you may realize, wait, Daniel, can you talk for a little bit? Hello. Yeah. You may know that Daniel's voice is a little bit, well, way more crisp. And the reason is why I'm actually in person with the one, the only GE Daniel Faith Juan Villarin. Wow. Did Amen. I get it right? Yes. All right. Yes. Well, um, we're going to start this episode off with like a kind of a funny question, well, a funny thing. So, um, I'm going to let Daniel tell the story, but we had a prayer session. And yes. um, those of you that don't know, by the time you're watching this, it probably isn't. But it was my birthday, April 21st. And but we what we decided to do on the day before, we were going to pray till to 8.30 and then to 12 a.m. all the way to the next day. And mm. it was kind of a funny mm. moment that happened. It was a very powerful prayer meeting, yes. very anointed, probably the most powerful prayer meeting I've ever been a part of. But uh, Daniel, I'll let you take it away. What happened? So yeah, I I just so happened to make it to about three minutes before it hit twelve, but I just felt in the spirit that you know what, like I'm gonna go on because even though like I was exhausted because I was doing other stuff, but yeah, finally hit twelve, and then right when it went around the twelve thirty mark because we were still in the spirit. All I hear is Dylan yell at the top of his lungs, I wanna see what's gonna happen at one AM And then all of us were like, In the name of Jesus But dude, the funny thing was though, cause Dana was uh my sister, she oh, yeah, was in the yeah. other room and I was like, We prayed till twelve AM because of the go- phrase that God was telling me in the midnight hour mm-hmm. and I was, he's like, something powerful is going to happen in the midnight. I was like, okay, yeah. I believe you, God. But then I felt like in my spirit, he says, but you guys are going to go all the way to 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was like, really? <laughs> 1 a.m.? <laughs> Don't you think that's kind of late? It's like, <laughs> nah. And I felt like he just said, you'll see what happens. Trust yes, me. Amen. And we ended up going to 1 a.m. But the funny thing was, um, I was like, we've made it till 12 a.m. I'm just like exhorting, like the Holy Ghost is moving, bro. And then like, I'm like, we made it to 12 a.m. But what I want to know is what's going to happen at the 1 a.m. hour. <laughs> not only is it funny, because everyone was kind of silent because they didn't really know how to react. But then I heard you say, yeah, <laughs> let's go, guys. Yes. And then everyone kind of joined in. But the funny thing was Dana was next door and because um, our rooms are next to each other. And Dana was trying to sleep, and like she said, she told me like she knew that we were gonna go to 12 a.m. But I was like, we made the 12 a.m. But I wonder what's gonna happen when we hit when we hit that 1 a.m. hour. And she's like, say secret now, say secret now, please. <laughs> but please. Uh, that's a that's a funny thing that happened. Um, yes, a really very powerful meeting. But I feel like Amen. this part of what happened in the prayer is kind of a good part to talk about what we're going to talk about in this episode basically in this prayer meeting god basically told a lot of us that we need to step up and that we are the apostolic church and we need to get back to our roots Mm -hmm. and the thing is like god you gave me this analogy it was would you rather uh, you said this is could be one of the worst things you could experience if you were not saved, but it was that you, you and your friend that you would not make it to heaven, and yeah. your friend would come up to you and say, "Why didn't you tell me about this truth? Ooh. Why didn't yeah. you warn me about this?" Yes, it yeah. would have hurt my feelings, but you could have at least told me. You could have at least tried. It's true. 
And then God showed me two sides of the, the spectrum, basically the side where it was like, why didn't you tell me about this? Now we're both stuck here. You could have told me even mm. though you would have hurt my feelings. Yes. But the other side is you're both in heaven and saying, thank you so much, even though you knew it would might offend me, even though you knew I might not accept it, but you told it to me anyways. Mm-hmm. Thank you for telling me this gospel message. And I felt like God told us there is a responsibility to win souls. And basically what happened, God showed me which one are you willing to, which one do you want to go through? That It's because God is giving us a choice. It's basically like he offered me a choice. Which one do you want to see happen? Do you want to see the one happen where both of you are not in paradise? Or do you want to see the happen where you guys are in everlasting joy yeah. and you're rejoicing? And that's kind of the thing. And it really kind of, kind of convicted me because mm-hmm. it's like that verse. Um, why would you put a, I think it was a bushel under your candle mm-hmm. to hinder it from being lit from, well, hinder it from being seen. And the thing was, like, we all have light because we are children of God. We have the Holy Ghost. We have the baptism in yes. the name of Jesus. We received uh, the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. But the thing is, though, we have the light, but are we going to shine it? And we have a responsibility to step up yes. and... I basically, I want Daniel to talk about this because I know God shared him about stepping up um, in the prayer meeting. But take it away, bro. Just for the all-knowing fact that the subject that we're going to be going off of today is having to step up. This is a serious matter, mm-hmm. and we can't take this any other way. This is not even a moment to laugh at. This is This is something serious because if God's going to call you to do something, you better do it. Whoa. And what you're gonna find a lot of t- a lot of the time in Scripture and in the Bible, why is it always the youngest sibling that ends up doing the work of God? Mm. It's because the first sibling is already given what what they're supposed to do, but they end up not doing it because of what? Because they they they're saying it's too difficult, this and that, this and that. But it always comes to see that like the youngest sibling is able to learn from the older sibling's mistakes. And like Daniel, David, David, David's the popped in my head is perfect. It's a perfect example. David's brothers, they went to go face Goliath, but they said, oh, he's too scary, this and that. But guess what God did? He ended up sending David and David pretty much showed up his brothers into saying that, did you guys forget that there's the, the almighty God that is right on our side? We already won this battle. But it's the fact that, like, you having to step up. Yeah. Because if you don't step up, and I'd like Dylan to touch base on this because he preached about it at HYC. If you're not going to do it, someone else is going to do it for you. And it's the sad truth because if you're an older sibling, and I'm speaking to all the older siblings right now, if you're not going to answer the call of God, don't don't wait because God's going to switch up the situation and he's going to have your younger sibling do it for you and look where that places you that places you in a position where you're sort of lost because the 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 chance of you having to serve god was given to someone that was younger than you that almost that a person that you look down on but look now you're going to have to find yourself looking up to that very person you know 
all because they're the youngest sibling doesn't mean anything, you know. And it, it goes to show with my perspective and many other people too. It's always the youngest one. But I'm here to tell an older sibling right now, a firstborn, that you got to stay ahead of the game. You got to stick with the fight because if you're not going to be willing to do the will of God, he's going to have your younger sibling. And if you don't have a younger sibling yet, just watch. God's going to grant you a younger sibling to do it Ooh, for you. Man. And it's the sad truth. Um, time and time again, and I'm always going to be telling this to everyone else that's of a younger sibling. You're always looking to your older siblings and it almost seems intimidating. But I'm here to tell you that despite the fact that you are the youngest one, you still have the will of God to go out and do something. And for the fact that you're able to learn from the older one's mistakes, that just places you in the perfect position for you to be able to do the will of God because you know what not to do. You know exactly what you should do. And if you're feeling that calling, so be it. Go ahead and chase after it. Because if your if you're older siblings didn't chase after it the first time, it only gives you leeway for you to go ahead and chase after it yourself. Amen. But yeah, I would like Dylan to touch base on the fact that like he could have someone else do it for you. So basically the analogy that God showed me was it was someone, because we're all called. Yeah. We all, God has all called us for a purpose. Amen, yeah. But the thing is, the verse says, many are called, but few are chosen. Yes. And one yes. thing one of my elders preached, you have to be, choose to be chosen. You have to choose to be chosen. You are called, but are you going to choose yeah. to pursue that calling? Amen. And basically what God told me, he said, if you don't want it, I'll give it to somebody who will, who even has a worse background than Come you. On. He said, I could give it to somebody who is a drug addict across the street that lives four blocks away from you, homeless. Yeah. He could do that. Yeah. He could do that. And so I believe like right now God is just showing me like a couple blocks down in my neighborhood for some reason. It just popped in my head right now. But I believe he's telling you someone if God can literally, he will give your calling that you aren't willing to pursue to someone else who will. And the thing is, and I believe this is an urgency. I'm here to tell somebody, hear me in the Holy Ghost right Amen. now. Come on. If you don't feel if you don't fulfill your calling right now, I promise you you will regret it in the future. In the name of Jesus. You think you won't regret it, but let me tell you it will. I know some of the most carnal people and they chose not to fulfill their calling. Yeah. But I'll tell you. I'll tell you something for sure. They regretted it. Mhm. They regretted it. Yeah, it may look on, on social media that it looks so glamorous at first they finally got out of church but the thing is when those two weeks pass they realize and it's basically what brother Matt Tuttle says you're just a fish out the bowl yeah and you may you may stay alive for a little bit but then you quickly realize yeah. you will need that yes. atmosphere you will need the church mm-hmm. and I'm here to tell you if you do not fulfill your calling and your ministry that God has placed you for and I'm here to tell you that you're going to regret it mm-hmm. if you don't decide to answer yes. it. And one of the one of the things is why would you not want to why would you not want to fulfill your ministry? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the thing that's so exciting about serving God is that you don't know what's going to happen next. True. Every day you could wake up and ask God, "What are you going to do?" It's not going to be the same routine. 
It's not going to be the same monotone prayer. It's not going to be the same thing. Yeah. It's not going to just be a schedule. It's not going to be a. It's just not going to be a program. Yeah. But what it's going to be, it's going to be powerful. And some of the greatest things happen. Well, I believe all of the greatest moves of God happen when people decide to let go of their programs yes. and to do what God has told Amen. them to do. And this idea, because what God basically was doing yesterday, well, technically last night um basically he said there is a call to step up there is yes. a responsibility to win souls yes, yes. and I, I believe god was trying to just tell us that focus on that and it was touching one of these girls in our in our in our prayer meeting i'm not gonna say who she is um but it was you could tell that it was for a reason and i believe Yes, God is trying to wake, I believe this right now, God is trying to, with this coronavirus, he's also trying to wake us up and to have a relationship with him. Yes, but what's amen. also next is he's trying to wake us up with saving our world. Mm -hmm. You as a young apostolic, you have a destiny, a responsibility, yes. and a calling yes. for those around you that God has placed in your life. You know who they are. Hear me in the Holy amen. Ghost right now. I feel Come the on. power of God. You Come hear on. me in the Holy Ghost. You have a destiny. You have a responsibility Thank you, Jesus. to receive the calling and to fulfill it mm -hmm. to save people all around you. And yes. you may think, well, how do I know if it's the will of God if I should if I should witness this specific person? I'll give you a scripture. It is not the will of God that any should perish, but all should come to repentance, that all should inherit eternal life. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, mm -hmm. that whosoever believe in, whosoever believeth in Him shall have eternal life. It's not His will for people to go to hell. No. It's not. He does not delight in people going to hell. He does not. But the thing is, you have to make a decision if you're going to receive that call. If you're gonna, if you're going to accept it, or you're just gonna let it pass you by because. Basically, what that is, that's really iniquity if you think about it. That's self-will. That's doing yeah. your own way by your time. Yes. And it's so important that you trust God's timing when you do these things. Mm -hmm. Because you may think, I've received this calling. Yeah, but I'm going to do it later. Let me have my fun first. Let me let me do stuff out in the world. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, not only is his will important, but his timing is important. One thing that a great minister has said, timing is everything. And it yes. really is true. Yes. You could be called to be a missionary, but the timing is everything. Because what, if you go, and I don't know if God's calling you to do this. Maybe he wants you to go now. But but you may not be ready at this age. Say, what, you're, you're seven. You're, that's not going to work out. Because why? You're not old enough. You, you need to have a job. So timing is everything. Timing is everything in these situations. Timing is everything when you yes. do the will of God. Not only can you should you get the will aspect, but the timing aspect. Mm -hmm. And I want, I want Daniel just to give a little bit of a testimony because I know he's a younger sibling, and I know that he has stepped up to the plate. And I'm gonna give you a testimony um, because this is a wake up call. This is not something mm -hmm. to take lightly. This is serious. Yeah. And Daniel, just take it away. Well, one thing that I just heard, like, and just now, and I feel that God's placing this in, into my spirit. If you're strong with your faith, you need to understand that 
destiny is real. Yes. There is a destiny that you have to fulfill. Right. And let's 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 take a step back actually for a bit and to say that Dylan just turned 14. I'm going to be 20 this year. You see that age gap? That's about like what? 6 years. Yeah. About 6 years. I'm here to say that I had my fun. I I did whatever it was that that made me unlike a PK. I was backsliding among the many. I was having my fun. But it's not until you realize that there's still a task at hand that you need to do. You know, God will throw a curveball at you. And you're not even... You, you either have two choices. To backslide even farther or finally turn to God. And you know, just to say, Dylan... Dylan is 14. Dylan's 14. I'm going to be 20 this upcoming November. Look at the mighty work that Dylan is doing. I should have been doing this at his age. I should have been this equipped at his age. But no, I was too busy going about my own way. And you know, and this is the point I'm trying to get at. All the fun you're going to have is not worth it right. at all. And... I don't wish this upon anyone else because I'm here to tell someone that you have to wake up. You have to before something drastic happens and you're only going to have really two choices. Like I said, you're either going to turn to God 100% or you're going to backslide again, even farther. When my dad passed away, that was huge. I eye-opener and I know a lot of people talk smack about me because if I it was it was because of my dad's death that I finally stepped up to the table 100% and it's sad to say but I admit it too it God made it made it as seem as if like he needed to take my dad in order for me to see what needs to be done because for the fact that I was relying on my dad too much as to him having to just go on through with the ministry. I forgot that I also needed to fulfill my very own destiny. Right. And how long is it going to take someone else to realize these years could pass on and they could pass on. But if you don't have the guidance of God, you're not going to be well fed. You're not going to know what to do in the times of sorrow like that. It's, it's sad to say, but a lot of people take the world or God for granted. They're they're finding themselves going into the world, finding every satisfaction they could find, whether it be to be temporarily high or whatever it is, any sort of satisfaction with the with the lust, you name it. But I'm here to tell you that those things are not gonna last forever, and they're not even worth doing. And I'm here to tell you that you having to step up to the plate, that's going to be one of the best decisions you ever made. And once you realize that you're still living one foot in and one foot out, you need to self-check yourself and realize that you need to go full in and you need to step up and you need to start right. climbing. You need Amen. to start running. You need to do whatever it takes and just focus on God himself. Don't focus on anything else. Don't let this world deceive you as to what needs to be done. Because this world is temporary. 
What does scripture say? Heaven and earth shall what? Pass away. This is nothing. None of this is going to last. All the memories you made on earth are not going to mean anything. But everything that you do for God will remain. His, His word will remain. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but his word will stay. So what does that tell you? Everything that you're going to do that is not of God, pointless, meaningless, yep. it's it's nothing. But I'm here to tell you that there's something that's worth doing. Amen. There's something that is there, that's always been there, that is worth doing. And I just feel this in the spirit right now. I'm just going to talk about this for a moment. Because people look towards the cross and then they mourn, right? Yep. But God did not die on the cross to get you emotional. Right. No. Mm. He died on the cross because there was a task at hand. There was a destiny Ooh, to fulfill. There was something that needed to be done because he loved you in spite of the fact that he didn't need to die on the cross to show that he loved you. He loved you way before Right. He even decided to even be doing that stuff. But because there was a destiny to fulfill, he had to die on the cross to take the keys from hell, from the gates of hell, and to tell us all that we could have a chance. And that's one thing. We only have one chance. And I want Dylan to touch base on this. We only have one chance. You're not going to get a second chance. I'm sorry to say, but you aren't going to get a second chance. This is the only life you get. So make it worth your time. Do it for the Lord. And go for it, Dylan. Um, before I go on with that subject, I feel like God just dropped something in my spirit and it reminded me of a word that he gave me. It was it was talking about pleasures of the world and yeah. how it doesn't satisfy. And he said, the thing that's going to satisfy you is the very thing you're looking at right now. Mm. And that was when I was preaching on the pulpit. And I just begin to say, the thing that you've been looking for satisfaction, that's not going to satisfy. The very thing that's going to satisfy you is the thing that's right in front of you. And that's Jesus. that's God. That's a relationship with Him. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm pretty sure everyone's familiar with the phrase, you only live once. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, that doesn't apply to that doesn't apply to any of us. Because if you think about it, we live twice. We live on this earth but we have a choice mm-hmm. which second life we're going to live. Yeah. And that's heaven or hell. Yeah. We have that choice. And I believe it's mercy that God is giving us free will. I believe it's mercy. But at the same time, what Daniel said, this is the, this is the only life you're going to live. There's no redos. <laughs> and yeah. I believe God spoke this into my spirit last night. And he's, and it's like he kind of gave such an urgency to me where I basically said, there's no time to make mistakes and tri- trip in the cycle of sin. Mm-hmm. And yes, we're human. We're going to mess up. That's that's a guarantee because we're not perfect. We're finite. Um, we have flesh that gets in the way sometimes. But the thing is that he impressed upon me. There's no time to waste our life on sin and the things of the it's world. True. Because what God basically was t- showing me, he gave me last night such a h- deep hunger. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, man, if I could read my Bible more, if I could pray more. And it began me thinking, 
wait a minute. I already know what my destiny is because I've received prophecies and words about my specific ministry. But I'm thinking, that's in the future. Yes. And I know it's great and I can't change that. But the thing is, I can do something now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to wait for that ministry in order to do great things. Like my father told me, my my pastor, um, he said, your ministry starts now. Yes. It's yeah. not going to start next week. It's not going to start... Tomorrow, it's not going to start the next year. It starts now. It has already started. And the thing is that God poured into my spirit. I already know what my destiny is. But what can I do now that's going to affect the world? Because he gave me something. You got to do everything. You got to do everything you can do in order to affect the world. Yes. By the power of God and by giving this gospel. And the thing is, when God showed me this, it was almost like, there's such a deep urgency that you need to do whatever you can. Yes. And it needs to be done now. Not tomorrow. Not next week. Come on. You're an apostolic now. Come on. You represent the church now. Come on. You are a representative of the living God. Some people, this is something that my dad has always told me. The people who you come in contact with, they may they may be the only Jesus they will ever see. Because <laughs> it's, the, it's God inside of you. You're not Jesus. God is inside of you. But the thing is, the people that you come in contact with, if you don't make an effort to win them, well, I'm sorry. Sheesh. I'm sorry, but yeah. that's not going to be good. Because if you think about it, God's... Imagine how awkward it would be walking into heaven. God announcing how many souls people have saved. And then he goes to you. And he asks you, how many souls did you save? And he said, None. But if you think about it, is God, I feel like God would just be saying, but isn't that what I told you to do? <laughs> isn't that what I told you to do? Jesus. Didn't I, didn't I tell you go ye into all the world and preach the gospel? Yeah. But no, you stayed in your own little world, in your <laughs> own little lifestyle. You didn't go into all the world and preach the gospel. No, you didn't. And the thing is, I believe, and and this is, I don't know if this is, try, someone back this up with scripture. This is my opinion. Um, don't quote me on this. Don't live this as a, your whole lifestyle. But I believe, I personally believe, I don't know if there's scripture. I'll have to study this out. But I personally believe you can't go to heaven if you haven't won anybody. What does the word say? Go ye into all the world and what? Preach the gospel. And preaching, I heard this somewhere, but the word preach there doesn't mean just preaching as a pulpit. It also means witnessing. Mm-hmm. And that that verse basically shows we're all called to preach, not per se just a pulpit ministry, but as a witnessing ministry. And God has called us to be witnesses. Witnesses. And one thing that I like, what Brother Stone King says and he says, they think they're Jehovah Witnesses. No, we're the real Jehovah Witnesses. In the name of Jesus. And the thing is, we have to make sure. Man, I, I feel like God just convicted me of this. That Jehovah's Witnesses, they're doing more knocking on doors than the apostolic are. He just showed me that. And it's the sad truth. Because, think about it. 
how is it that they're doing more work knocking on doors <laughs> and they don't even have the truth? Oh, so they don't come on. they probably don't even feel the power of God, but we do. And what are we Jesus. doing? Yeah, we have our Pentecostal praise. We have our I'm gonna use this, brother Jeff Arnold says Jubilee Jazz. <laughs> but the thing is, in all seriousness, the thing is Come on. We have the power of God. We have the Holy Ghost inside yes. of us. We have a relationship Jesus, with God. Man. But we have to bring it out yes. of this. And basically, what God Ooh. told me, when it moved so powerfully in the midnight hour, the minute it hit the midnight hour, man, the power of God just began to move so mightily in such a way like never before. But the thing is, what God told me, this should not just stay in here. Amen. It should be brought out there. Yes. People need to hear this. Yes. People need to hear this. And it reminds me of, of the par of the parable with the talents. The one person, he just hid his. Yeah. Hid in the ground. He didn't multiply. Did not multiply. And if you, and this is this is, now that I realize when you just said multiply, Daniel, it made mm. me think of. The vision that God gave me of the people, in that boiling pot. I'm gonna give a little bit of a background story. Come on. So. Probably a month ago or so, I felt like God showed me a vision. And in this vision, it was a pot. Yeah. And this pot, it just looked normal. But then all of a sudden, I, it was opened. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I see people in this pot. And it's like as if the people were the water and they were boiling and they were spilling over. They were multiplying and I felt like God spoke to me. You guys aren't going to be able to contain this inside. Mm, I feel that right now. Ooh, I felt like God just gave me the interpretation of that vision. In the name of Jesus. Because we think we're just going to be able to keep this in our little circle. Mm. We think we're going to mm. just keep this in our Come on. in our little in our little house. But the thing is, no. Because guess what? It's going to spill over. Yes. You're going to have to take it to the streets. Yes. You're going to have Amen. to take it to your friends. Yes. You're going to have to Amen. bring this gospel to your school. Why? Because it's going to spill over. And you are not going to be able to stop it unless you bring it to others. You need to, you need, because this, it's going to multiply. You're not going to be able to contain this on your own. You have to take this to the streets. You have to take this to places that have never been preached before in the name of Jesus. You have to take it to places. You have to take this to the next level. And, um, man, I felt like God gave me a thought, but I just, I just forgot it right now, but, um. Jesus, man. <laughs> yeah, but um, Daniel, I want you to kind of talk about it, and I'll see if God will remind me of it. Um, let's see. Just the all-knowing fact that you having to step up is a big commitment, yes. It's... The devil could place fear inside your heart as to, oh, why this and that, why this and that, you know? But I, let me preach to you. PKs that are listening to this right now. You had foundation from Mm. the very beginning. You are already placed in good soil. It's just a matter of time till you realize that. What are you going to do with it? Are you just going to take advantage of it and just forget about your your, your upbringings? Or are you going to take it with you? And are you going to preach to those who didn't have the same as you did? Because we we might feel as PKs, you know, we're, we're so secluded we're so closed we're, we're such like we're separated from the world so much it only brings up curiosity to our minds and stuff 
Of course, yes, we might slip and fall, but remember, your foundation already sets you up for your destiny. God, and I truly believe this 100%, God places you in a family, a certain family, with these two parents, these two individuals, for a reason. There's a reason why those two parents are your mom and dad. There's a reason why it's destiny fulfilling time. It's it's time now. Now's the time. It's not tomorrow, like D Dylan said. Salvation is now, and we need to also remember that. Like, yes, it's gonna be difficult. Who said it wasn't? You know, and I, I just feel like preaching this right now. You are gonna fail, but are you gonna stand back up? Yep. And keep fighting. Because you might get broken down at one moment in time. There's a song that says he gracefully breaks us down. He does it for a reason. God wouldn't place you in a situation if he didn't know, if he didn't know that you couldn't handle it or mm -hmm. not. So true. He's giving you these situations so that you become stronger. And I, I, liked, I like this, um, this analogy. Because a lot of people would pay for... Pray for patience, you know. But what does God do? He keeps giving him more hardship. Yep, get you patient. To get you patient, exactly. But let's circle back to the the title of this message. Having to step up. And I, I don't know, I, I just feel this in the spirit right now. Why don't we make a promise right now? Right. That... Whatever it is that God needs us to do, whatever step up, sort of step that we need to take, why don't we just make that promise right now? Lord, Jesus. whatever it may be, O oh Lord Jesus, whatever step it may be, O yes. oh Lord God, if we need to dive Lord, deeper into your word, O oh Lord God, if we need, O oh Lord Jesus, to reach Lord, out to, to others, if we need to take God. this church Lord, out of the church Lord, and start Lord. preaching Lord. onto the streets, O oh Lord God, start Jesus. knocking on many more doors, O oh Lord God, whatever it may be, O oh Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we make that promise, O oh Lord God, that we yes. will do your will, O oh Lord God. We will constantly keep taking steps, O oh Lord Jesus. But we will do it in a smart action of your way, O oh Lord God. We're not here to rush, O oh Lord Jesus. But Lord, we're, we're going to do what we can, O oh Lord God, so that you are satisfied in the name of Jesus. Jesus but yeah, Dylan, if you want to touch base on anything. Well, I feel like we kind of just accomplished the will of God right there. And I feel in the name of Jesus. Oh, um, God's not reminding me of what I what I was going to say, so I guess that's kind of an indication, you know. Um, I feel the release. Um, yes. I feel like we should close this out with a prayer. I'm going to say a prayer over you guys. Um, what I want you to remember, Thank there is a Jesus. deep urgency to step up. Yes. There is a deep, deep urgency to step yes. up. It's a responsibility. It's not something to be taken lightly. It's something that mm -hmm. needs to be taken seriously. Yes. Because... There are souls depending on you to make the right decisions. Amen. Every decision you make, there is a soul, a soul connected to that decision. Mm -hmm. And so we're just going to pray right now. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you, God, that you would impress upon every person that is listening, oh God, that they would, Lord, answer the call, Lord God, to step up, oh God. Lord, all the people, Lord, that they associate with, that, Lord God, that they would witness to them, that they would be unashamed apostolics, oh God, that they would preach this gospel, oh Lord, like never before, in the name of Jesus, oh God. I pray, God, that you would cover them, oh God. Cover them with your blood, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, that they, Lord God, that they would know, Lord God, the urgency and receive it. That every Lord God decision, Lord, that they would, Lord, have careful thought of it. Because, Lord, there are souls depending. There are souls waiting. There are Bible studies that need to be taught. There are messages that need to be delivered, O oh Lord. In the mighty name we pray, and the only saving name, in Jesus' name we pray, Jesus. Lord. We believe in faith. Amen. Amen. God bless all of you that are watching. We hope this greatly benefited you. I know it benefited us a lot. Um, but yes. um, if you guys are in need of the Holy Ghost, and if you're listening to this and you want the Holy Ghost, um, just DM me, um, Daniel. Um, uh, Daniel's username is at dan.fjv. Um, mine is just apostolic unashamed Amen. and if you if you need prayer um, we also have a prayer group so you can D DM us for that your email and we will we will certainly certainly invite you and if you are hungry for the Holy Ghost please DM us yeah God bless you all and we, God we are so thankful for you in Jesus name